1: Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing
2: for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mick Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Bez, what do you love?
0: Well, John, it's a new sponsor and I'm loving it. For me, double quarter pound a meal. What are you having?
2: Oh, it's got, got to be the chicken nugget share box to myself. There's no sharing, but wow. to myself. That goes without saying.
0: But what yeah. dip?
2: Oh, barbecue. It's a barbecue dip.
0: Yeah. But where can people get it?
2: So, yeah, where can you get it? You can order via the McDonald's app. Um, it's via participating restaurants only, 18 plus, rewards, registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. So see mcdonalds.com for full details. The team that we all love, playing out
1: of birds in town They've had a few promotions, but always end up going down Play up, play up for fail. play up, play up for fail. Play up, play up for
0: fail. play up, play up for fail. Welcome to the festive edition of the Ale and Veil podcast um, The festive edition where the Blackpool lights were turned out Willow emptied his sack into the back of the net to celebrate his new contract. Ooch made his presence felt, and Smithy turned out to be Crosby's little helper as Vale put in the biggest win of the season to beat Blackpool 3-0 at Vale Park. What do we make of that? I'm joined fiercely by Johnny. Are you asking me about
2: what do I make of the game? Well, that fucking atrocious beginning. What <laughs> do you mean atrocious? <laughs> it was some intro. <laughs> <laughs> that was... Look, we've never planned anything in the three years we're doing it. I didn't plan that. You didn't plan that. Oh, mate. Well, you didn't plan it. That's that's some going, but...
0: You nah. know me, I'm just think on the spot. You do, but... Yeah, you've, you've probably thrown me there. You've probably thrown me. I could have thrown in a reference to the Blackpool Tower being put out after it's been on fire, but, you know... <laughs> but it wasn't on fire. Exactly. I don't want to lie Exactly. But yeah, one a night at Vale Park and a night that a lot of people were predicting might be Crosby's last night. Turned out to be the potentially, it's certainly the biggest win of the season without a question, and potentially the performance of the season. Yeah, it potentially is. I think what I want to start by saying is
2: one slow doesn't make a summer. Correct. So we're going to talk about this game as, as the game. So there's going yeah. to be quite a lot of positives and quite a lot of Credit where credit's due, yeah, um, but the stance of it still is for me as he as he swayed a bit, yeah, of course he has because it was a very good performance, and it was a real professional one, and you saw a lot a few changes and a few bits and bobs, is that because personnel, yeah, I'd say so, having Wilson in the team makes any team better um but also. <sighs> You've you've got it. You've you've got all the as we did this against Wigan, and then put in a dour performance against Wickham. So he's now got to back it up and back it up for more than just just the one game.
0: Yeah, um, agree. And for me, the way we played the game was completely different, and even different to the Wigan game where we were on the front foot against Blackpool for ninety minutes. The first instinct when you got the ball was, can you play it forward? And we had possession with a purpose, whereas for the rest of the season, we've had possession for possession's sake. And it was a case of, can you play the ball forward? If not, your second option is go back and recycle it, which I've got no issue with whatsoever. Whereas for the rest of the season, it's been, let's go back and recycle it and then let's see what we can do. And I also think the difference is we've played two up top, which I know we have a little bit in the last few games, but we actually played two strikers up top. Yeah,
2: I I think the big difference is Wilson up there. Like every goal, especially well the first two, definitely he had he had a massive massive hand in the build up of it. And I know he scored the the second, but he had a massive hand in the build up to both of them. And it just shows what having technically that sort of footballer in there does to Chizzy and does to Divine and will do with Ojo once back fit and. Like the rest the rest of the squad,
0: really. Yeah, and you talked about his build up to the second goal. I mean, that touch, I won't lie, oh. I got a semi instantly with that touch. Yeah. It was incredible. And we're joined by of second finest. Steve, what did you make to Biddle's finest touch for that second goal?
1: Yeah, oh I watched it real time. You thought you just flipped that around the corner. And that was it's the first goal as well. We were talking about it before, you come on air, Johnny, but for the first goal, when Willow drops in, he takes a touch, he lays it off, it's quick. Uchi or Locke, they're taking 14 touches, bringing it under control and the momentum's gone. For me, last night was dead weird. When I got in there, I looked at the team sheet and I thought, this is Crosby's resignation letter, this is. This is him saying, you know what, this is one last roll of the dice. And we set up differently as well. We were, It was almost ourselves we were really we narrowed the pitch we let them have the ball and we said to them break us down and for the first five minutes fucking hell this is gonna be a long night well then they couldn't do it anymore and we used what we had we got the ball up to richie quick he had his best game since he came back for me and we were we were really positive i think possession stats we had about 39 percent and scored three times Sometimes we've had 70% and not create a chance. And it felt to me like Crosby was saying, if I'm going, I'm going to go down fighting here. We're not just going to knock it around the back. We're not just going to um, be passive. We're going to, when we get the ball, we're going to attack with intent. And his team selections were probably forced upon him. And he got a bit lucky. I don't think you'd get away with playing two, six, 16 and 17 old older wing back for the rest of the season. But they did well. And, you know, and it, I'm with you, Pat. I'm still not massively convinced by Crosby, but it felt yesterday like he was his own man. It wasn't following any philosophy, what he'd been told, or it was it was like, this is me, this is me. If I'm getting fired, I'm going down fighting, and that really impressed me. And his subs as well. When, when, he, when he made the subs, we all knew Willow would come off, but straight away he didn't drop someone back into midfield. When Uchi came when Uchi came off, it was a striker for a striker, then a striker for a striker. It wasn't a striker for Reece Walters, then we'll sit camped on the edge of the area. It was, you know, we I battered him on Boxing Day, what we all did. So it's only fair that you've got to give him a lot of credit for last night. And I come away, from, you know, I come away feeling happy last night from Vale, and that's quite unusual. Yeah, no, I'm with
0: you. I did as well. And I aren't going to sit on here and lie. Walking down Vale, I didn't want to go. I nearly stayed in and watched the darts, and I recorded the darts, and it. I'm glad I went bail in the end. Obviously, because it's bail, and because MPG steamrolled bunting, but glad I went bail. And I also won't lie. walking down bail, I was all set for, Do you know what? Let's get beat, let's get rid of the manager. And I was, won't lie. However, the second the first whistle went, of course, I was fully supporting bail. I was singing along with, the paddock, and also before I forget, massive shout out to the railway stand. And I know Maller and a few others have moved back to the railway stand. Much better atmosphere. The stand was singing, Amor was silent pretty much, but at least we got a better atmosphere in the stand and the paddock because they come back over this way, and some atmosphere got going then. And full credit to the Vale fans because the run we've been on. And I know some people go, that's ten points out of fifteen. What do you mean the run? The way we've been playing and the toxic atmosphere at the club, the fans could have not turned up. Whereas, actually, once the players gave the fans something to cheer about, the fans were fully behind them, weren't they? Only, obviously, there's one thing we will touch up on, which was fucking disgrace, and that's when Ryan Loft entered the pitch. Absolutely. If you're a Vale fan, you're booing your own player on the pitch. Give your fucking head a wobble and don't bother, come back.
2: Yeah, the thing is, we all know he's not good enough. Do you know what I mean? Like... There's, there's no, there's, there's no arguing, is there? No, no one sat there going, "We think he's the best striker in the world, so like don't don't do this or the other?" We just, you, you don't boo a lad when he's coming onto the pitch, because like, what, what, how is that going to help anyone?
0: Yeah. And I actually thought he did all right when he came on last night. Again, I'm not claiming he's the next Holland, and you know, we ripped it up and anything. But actually, for what he was brought on to do, he did okay. Yeah. It, it,
2: he it, 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 it showed a, a turn of pace that we've not seen from him since he signed. That yeah. was the big thing that impressed me was that, like... And I know people will say the first touch was horrible, but he took that massive first touch and arced it around the whole pitch. And on a pitch like Burton's, where it's three foot wide, it obviously would have gone out for a throw-in. Right. But on our pitch, being massive, he managed to get, get it, run after it, keep it, and showed a bit of strength. So, look, there's there's the, the building blocks there. Like like Steve mentioned, we've seen Uchi's best performance. Now, is that because two weeks ago, he was in the bomb squad and Uchi, Uchi's turned around and gone, nah, fuck this. I want to beat you. So he's put it in. Or is it just that he's playing two up front and that's Uchi's wheelhouse? You know what I mean? That like, he isn't a lone striker up front. He needs that person next to him that's going to make him look a bit better and stuff like that. So, there's lots of things it could be, and there's probably credit for both, like you've said, the manager and the players themselves for for picking it up. So it, it's huge, like that side of it is, and it it puts a bit of pressure on everyone for Carlisle, but in a good way now to go yeah. to go follow it up and and carry on. The, that's the main thing for me is uh, I don't I don't really care who the manager of Paul Vale is when we're winning, and that's really fickle, but that's football. Do you know what I mean? It's like you've said before, Bez. You didn't want you don't want the Cowboys come in because of the style of football and stuff like that. That does not bother me if you're winning. Style of football only comes a problem to 90% of football fans when when you're not doing well. And at this minute in time, we we now have got to follow this up and build or make a change early enough in the transfer window that you're going to help the new man come in. So it's it's going to be a big decision to make in the next two weeks, really.
0: Yeah. And we've got and a good a game on Monday.
1: One. We've got a good game on Monday for it as well, haven't we, to follow it through. A team who are really struggling. Um, you know, we'll, we'll take a lot of people to Carlisle. There's going to be a good way of following. It'll be noisy. You know, it's a chance to really put two wins on the bounce and see what happens. But I think, you know, we're all touched on it. The fitness of Wilson. It's critical, not just for him, how good he is, but for what he does for all the others, you know, and everyone knows, you know, I I love him and all that, but he he brings so much to the team that even if he isn't scoring 20 goals a season, he's assisting, he's he's making us more proactive, he's getting us up the pitch with his torch, and if if Crosby's a lucky manager, Wilson will stay fit for the next 10 games, and that will probably keep him in a job because it takes the pressure off Uchi, it takes the pressure off Lofton. With Willow, if Alfie stays, Chizzy, Ben running on, you know, all of a sudden you've got goal options there and we're not looking at Uchi and Loft to score because they're not going to, you know, there's three other players there who will chip in with the goals and that might be enough to keep Crosby in the job and keep Vail in mid-table.
0: Yeah, with you, with you. And obviously, since we last recorded, we have had the news that the blast has gone back, which we expect is we'll pick that up on Thursday because we've got no midweek games in January, believe it or not. We've only got Saturday games, apart from, obviously, the first of January. But after that, we've just got four games, which are all on Saturday. So we've got Thursday pods to actually talk about shit. So yeah, we have. We'll pick yeah. that up on Filmy a few. back. reviews <laughs> back. I have actually, what was the last one? I saw Wonka and Steve. You've been watched as well.
1: I know. I, we were Wonka. I asked if it was any good. I'm not a, yeah, we enjoyed it me and my me and my family. Joe probably yeah. less so than the rest of us because it's not no one died and there wasn't any shooting, but you know, but yeah, I enjoyed it. We, it was good. I think the spoiler alert covered,
0: for yeah. anyone going to watch one,
1: do not expect anyone to die. <laughs> <I didn't laughs> anyone to die. But when we go on Monday when we when we go Carlisle, Sarah and Foss are gonna see does it wish? Is that, one? Is that some Disney song,
0: one? song you want?
1: Probably, yeah, but yeah, yeah I'll I know, film would you back? Yeah.
0: Yeah, 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 so, Amos yeah. Is cooking. yeah. Hey, is cooking. But yeah, we'll pick up on the blaster on the next Thursday one with them going back and all the best, Ollie, and we'll do all that on a Thursday one. But we'll carry on with the review of ALV Blackpool, we'll oh, go into it. Go on. Just just before we do, I think I, I I do want to pick up on something, and that's that
2: that's Brian Orton's news. Yes. Because he's rang the bell today, and that's that that's that's everything that anyone can ask for, isn't it? When you when he had his diagnosis. So yes. Top top news for for brian there and i'm sure that everyone will 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 stand with and said say that like we, we all said get well soon and he's got well so happy happy days and long may continue
0: yeah great news great news um so let's go on to last night finished fail vale three blackpool mill at vale park it goes through ben Garrity's 10th of the season on the 39th minute big james wilson on the 57th minute and Nathan Smith on the 80th minute. Biggest win of the season. Three goals, clean sheets. What more can you ask for? Stats, Steve, you bang on 39% possession for Vale, 61 for Blackpool. So it's probably the game we've had the least possession in this season in the league. And yet we've scored the we've had biggest win, which I've harped on for, for months. It's possession for possession's sake against possession with a purpose. And last night for me it was possession with a purpose. Every time we got it we look like we want to do something with it, not just go backwards. Total shots, 15 for Vale, 14 for Blackpool. On target, eight for Vale, three for Blackpool. So a lot more on target than I can remember. Um, clear-cut chances, it says one apiece. Corners, Vale only had three, Blackpool had ten. Vale didn't have one corner that beat the first man, by the way, but they had three corners. Um, yeah, I've, I've, on that note, I've got to send an apology out to Phil.
2: Um, because now he said that every time we get a corner, he just hears my voice in his head screaming uh. about beating the first man. So yeah. it says I've ruined his matchday experience. So that's that, that, that's at least two people in two seasons I've ruined the matchday experience about because it was Conlon's left foot that ruined ruined some people last year. So yeah. apologies there. Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh, block but- shots Vale had three, Blackpool four. Tackles one six for Vale eight for Blackpool. Aerial duels one twenty apiece. So go on Johnny. Yeah,
2: look, three 0 is the only only stat that matters, like you've said before. Do you know what I mean? Like possession, I didn't feel like it was that much of a gulf in possession. No, I didn't, in all honesty. But obviously it was, but I didn't feel like it was. But I did feel like I was watching us in in orange, and I know a couple of people have said that because it just it felt like the first twenty minutes that Den Ballet had the had the run of the pitch and was gonna cause us how and I thought, oh God, this is gonna get messy. But we showed some real football intelligence in how we just decided, well actually we figured out you've only got a left foot kid. So we're gonna show you onto your right every time and completely nullify you. And then he went missing. So I think that was that that was really good. We took a chance as well and Connor Ripley made two big saves in my opinion. Like that, that save in the first minute is is absolutely huge because if that goes in, that the the game turns and it's completely toxic in that 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 ground. So, agree. Conor Ripley makes that save and then that point blank save, which people can argue was it a save or was it kick straight at him. He, he's 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 caught it and so it's as much as it, a bad finish, it's a good save.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Steve? Yeah, there were, there were moments in the game which went for us, and the two you're talking about, bang on then, um, there was the first minute, as you say, and then the one when he should have scored and he went straight at Ripley. And when it's your night, that happens, Done not it? It goes to keep it. It doesn't go either side of them. But yeah, we just, and you know, I was one of the people who we've sat, me and my brother were saying all the way through, it's just like watching Vale. And then you've got, well, obviously, we sit close to Blackpool fans and they were battering their team. They were really frustrated. We pass it about. We do for call and all you know and all that sort of stuff. And they were going through exactly what what we've been going through. What watching us, you know, a bit like after the first ten minutes, they ran about, ran out of ideas. And then it was up, then it was up to us whether we were going to score, and we did. And you know, we'll touch on Garrity, but that finisher, Garrity, was dead in line with it. He never looked like he was going to miss. He's just you know when, it, when you go in slow motion, the torch he gets out of it and he rolls it past to keep it. You're just thinking, and if I was rail, I'd be worried that somebody would be watching him, because everyone wants goals, don't they? If you can't find a striker who's going to get your goals, what's the next best thing? A goal-scoring midfielder, and that's mm-hmm. 10 goals before before New Year's Day. If I was a lower-level champ side or a mid-level champ side, he might be someone I'd take a punt on.
0: Mm. Let's hope not. Let's hope not. Yeah. But yeah, so, Johnny, you messaged me before the game, when the teams yeah. were announced. And
2: this, this shows that we do do it properly.
0: Yep, shows we do do it pro- properly. You put massive bomb squad, question mark. Relying on kids saving his job as bold. Wilson for loft at half time, no doubt. Worrying back three as Smith hasn't been in any form and to be brought back in on the left isn't good enough. So you weren't very happy um, at quarter seven when the teams were announced.
2: No, we well, going back
0: on the right. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly, yeah. But,
2: but that was it. We we we've seen we've seen for weeks that he was scared. to Put Deborah on that side, though. So it was. It, it just looking at that side. That's how, that's how it come across. It was like here we go. Smithy's back on the left. It's going to be really slow and Columbus in and everything that it's been for for months with him. And it it wasn't. It was completely different. It was a brilliant performance by Smithy. He 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 kept Jordan Rhodes. Quiet as a mouse all game.
0: Hmm.
2: And do you know what I mean? Like that's that, that's Smithy's wheelhouse at the end of it, isn't it? That sort of striker is Smithy's wheelhouse. But what I've got to say now is we've played five times. Five times against the top two scorers in the league, and not one of them scored past us.
0: Hmm.
2: So Jordan Rhodes and Jamie Reed haven't got a goal past us. So when you consider that we're actually gifting goals. Like that's actually quite, quite impressive.
0: Yeah, and I will say again, there's no bigger Crosby critic than me, and there's as there hasn't been in the past, and there probably isn't still now. However, when you read, you know what? I played Debra on that side because he's got that bit of pace to keep CJ Hamilton quiet, and help jack out. I can barely remember CJ Hamilton having a kick. Yeah, thought well, that was it. Like it was,
2: it, it, it's one of them nights. Steve, Steve's touched on it. It was one of them nights where. Every decision he's made's gone gone for him, and And he's, he's a nice enough player; that he deserves it. It's so. Uh, it, it's like I thought, like like I said, I thought it was bold throwing the two kids in when I harp on about it. When you can change formation, when you haven't got the players to fit that, I know it doesn't seem like we're we, we're willing to. But if you haven't got the, the players to to fit, then you can change possession. Uh, positions but he didn't and he went with the kids and they they really didn't lay him down and if anything they they, they shone so
0: yeah yeah with you and as we say we did tweak it because he went two actual strikes up front rather than a striker with someone floating around etc and in his defense and again no biggest critic people can't People are going to go, bloody hell, Bess, you've turned quick. No, I haven't. I'm still in Crosby out camp. He's still got a lot to win me over. However, he hasn't had two good enough strikers to play up front together for a while. So, again, being balanced, I'll give him that get-out-of-jail card. But that if Crosby is to win fans back, and I've said many a time, it's going to take a hell of a lot to win me back. If he's going to win fans back, that's got to be the new norm. That can't be a one-off like Wigan. And since Wigan, we've had three games where we've been fucking dying. Okay, we yep. might have picked up points, but we have been dire. That's got to be the norm because I still feel as though he's one defeat away from the sack. And when I say that, I don't mean if we lose one 0 at Carlisle is going to get the sack. But in a fan's mind, the ready is they're still on the edge. Do you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I think the problem is that once you lose the fans, if you've got like a you've been minding for a while and you've got a record, people stand you losing two or three. Crosby's issue will be the moment we don't play well. For two, or two or three games, this is going to come back and rear its head. It he needs some big help in January. It needs is to go on a run to buy him a bit more time. But he might never recover with the fans from this. He might, he might always be in the fan base's eyes two games from the sack, right, rightly or wrongly. That's just what I think. How people see, you know. In the ground last night, you know, in the lawn street, everyone everyone's once seemed to be sacked, basically, before the game started. Then after uh, after it's like, okay. You're not go.
0: you're not telling me people in lawn street were moaning.
1: No, listen. We were we were on fire last night. The atmosphere was white hot. You can stick your Blackpool rock up your horse. We, we had some songs going. Me and Gadget. Was no way. To... I'm not happy. We that. Did. <laughs> we've we've got a few. We've, we've got a few people from the um, from the over. But yeah, I mean, the Lawn Street is not the best barometer, obviously. But me and me and Ben who sit behind me, we were we were loving it. But yeah, I just think that it's going to take a lot for him to win the fans back, and he might never do it unless we do something do something crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I do think still, and it's not going to come now before Carlisle, but whatever happens at Carlisle, Johnny, you said on the last pod, the club need to come out and say something. Now, I fully appreciate in the club's eyes, they probably think we're, we're in a no-win situation. because so if we come out and back him, and then we want to sack him, it's like, oh, well, you backed him a week ago. And if we come out and say he's under pressure, you are putting him under pressure. However, I think it helps the fans understand. Yeah, I-
2: for me, I think I get that it's a no-win situation, and I and I fully appreciate that whatever is said is going to is going to upset people one way or another. But what what I do what I think is the fact is that like obviously at the start of the season the the idea was everything that touches the pitch is Flitcroft, so I don't expect it come from Carroll, but. It, this is the time of the season where you kind of need. Luke, is it? This is this this is your manager, and in January we're we're gonna we're gonna back him or sack him, sort of thing.
1: He and, did that last year, though, didn't he? He said we get sign a few players in January last year, didn't he? On the tally, look at what happened then.
2: Yeah, <laughs> he did. <laughs> he, but, his
1: shut.
2: he did, but that that the the problem is that that's where the honesty comes into it, isn't it? That. He said that then, and we didn't, and we went radio silent about it. And yeah. for me, this this is where the honesty needs to come into it. Of, I'm not saying say turn around and say we 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 we're go- we're going to go big and we're gonna we're gonna spend five million pound this transfer window because that's that's not realistic. But what I want to hear is, we've got we've got a plan. We've got a plan. They're always gone back. We've got a plan for whatever's happened with Josh Thomas and we we've got to plan the fact that Dan Jones has disappeared into the ether and don't really know what's what's happened with him and
0: I was going asked like, about that because wasn't he like back on grass about 4 weeks ago he was he was back on grass at the same time as Jack and then he rolled his ankle and since then it's, we've heard
2: nothing exactly and but rolling your ankle like 2 weeks yeah so he he, he should be in and around and obviously we mentioned it before but Cass and Conlon have completely disappeared off the face of the earth and it's kind of like the he, the the he who should not be named sort of thing cuz like baggers and bowers haven't mentioned them in months yeah so it's kind of like i get it. I, I think they're these are the sort of things i know you can't turn around and and turn around and go well actually these these players are gone they can't oh,
0: without permission from Cheltenham and to They may be going to. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Or or Knox County, if
2: rumours are to be believed, with with, with Conlon again. Yeah. So, yeah, there's obviously, rumour mill is rife in it? And there's there's a couple of bits and bobs, but there's 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 got to be something that's said about him, even if it's no, they are 100% fit. It's just they're not training well or they're not, then the, the Shorrock is training better or what it like. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know you don't want to hammer a someone, but there's the, there's got to be a reason why Cat isn't going in that squad, but we're putting 16-18 there.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think this is, this is probably caused some of the toxic atmosphere at the club. The fact that when things have gone well earlier in the season – Everyone's front and centre in the press every week. They're coming out on the website, giving statements. It's a, as soon as things go bad, it's radio silence and it feels like in a ship without a captain. And I yeah. think a lot of fans have said there's no leadership at the club and that's because we don't hear anything when things are going bad. And people say we don't hammer the club. We're not hammering the club here. We're just pointing out that it's all right coming out and giving it the big and when things are going well, but actually the time to show leadership is when things are going bad and let the fans know. And we appreciate we don't need to know everything that goes on inside the club. and We can't know everything that goes on inside the club. However, when things are going bad, fans want assurances. Them assurances may be, look, things are going bad at the moment. However, we've got a plan in January. It'll be put right. That would have been fine. And a lot of fans would have gone, well, OK, we've identified as targets. We're going for it. Now, I fully believe we've done all that, but it's been silent. Yeah, and I think I think the other thing is, like, there, there, there's there's
2: trust issues with with Flickcroft because people still really don't like him for for whatever reason, and people still will look at the fact that he turned round and said that we chased Ryan Loft for twelve months sort of thing, and what Ryan Loft turned into. Do you know what I mean? So like, there's there, there's going to be there's going to be trust issues there and stuff like that. So some of what he says will get picked up and ripped apart, whether it needs to be or not. But something something needed to be said, even if it's your statement. Literally, then Bez is so ambiguous, but also enough for people to read whatever they wanted to read into it. Because that could have been read as, well, actually, we are going to sack him and back him on in January. That could have read as, we're going to we're going to completely back him and he's he's the manager and he didn't doesn't need many words as such mm. but it just seems like that we know what we're doing and i think that's kind of that's kind of the route where we said at the end of last season the same thing that we need when the going gets tough we need someone to stand up and be held accountable um and i, I do i do still think it's the case cuz uh, it it's hard um because a few people have pointed out, we're actually probably bang on target for where we all said we'd be comfortable with. Mm-hmm. So, might the club be sat there going, "What the fuck are all these people moaning about? We're mid table. We're we're nine points off off relegation. We're fourteen points off the the top six. Like, what what's what's everyone blitting on about? So maybe that's why they don't want to release a statement because their statement would be, "What more do you want from the club?" sort of thing, but.
0: But if it is, go for it, because yeah. like I said earlier, I think they're in a no-win situation whatever they release. However, fans have needed something from the club for the last two months because the form we've been on, and I'm with you, actually, when you look at the table, we'll probably bang on where we should be. However, it's how we've got there, the style of football we've got there with, let's be honest, for two to three months we've been, well, two months, we've been fucking awful to the point where fans have turned. And that's where fans need some comfort. Yeah. And
2: that and, and that is the big thing. It it's it's some it's it's sometimes just something
0: is better than nothing. Yeah. And like you say, it could have been wishy washy stuff that was just we're aware this isn't good enough at the moment and we're rectifying things behind the scenes. Mm. And that as you said, that could mean we're looking at a new manager, that could mean that actually we're backing the manager and we're putting a bit of money into the January transfer market because we're fully aware that we're short at wing back, the strikers haven't lived up to what we expected. We expect our blast to be recalled yet and we need to do something there. And Ojo's out injured for however long and Dan Jones has vanished.
2: Yeah. And that, I think I think that, <coughs> and, and I think I think they can all be covered off by Flitcroft as well. Yeah. Because it all touches the football side of it. So it doesn't need to it doesn't need to be, oh, Flitcroft's pouring out this statement. Crosby's putting out this statement. I don't I, I don't expect Flickcroft come on and go oh well here's an injury update about x y and z player but also like just just a bit of reassurances that the squad isn't completely broken and we aren't we aren't sat here with 12 players out injured because
0: that's how it feels at the minute. Yeah. When- and also probably a little statement to say the clubs not on the Future administration, which some section of fans seem to think they are, and I really don't get where that's come from. That the club's penniless and we got no money, because I don't believe that for one minute. I'm not saying that's we're rich. Don't get me wrong. But
1: yeah, every time we, we lose a few games, two things happen: It's a we're getting back into admin, or b Dono's taking over. You can almost set your watch by those two. By those two rumours, no idea whether it is true. First one. Definitely not probably, but the second one, who knows? But, you know, and, and it, all, it all comes back to what you're just talking about. Just say something. Just like like Johnny said, come on, come on, we've got a bad injury crisis, but in January there are things in place for us to bring players in. Don't tell us who, just tell us, what we're, do, tell us we're doing something. But something you both said, I think they are happy with the number of points we've got and where we are. And I think that may well be one of the reasons why they're not saying nothing, because they don't want to come out and basically accuse us of being overacting decades of the fan base. Because I think I think they're more content than we are, and if they do say anything, it's going to go down badly. But what Carol, love her to pieces. But you know, come on, just, just say something, give us something. Just because you you don't even steer about the place at the ground anymore like used to on, on the you know she'd always be on the pitch before when she's stuff like that she goes to the mattresses pretty quick like as a sniper after it and it's it's a bad look for me. The only thing yeah. I'd say about
2: the Carol thing is I don't think it's on her because we put out this restructure at the start of the season and that's
1: she's when we're doing well, Johnny. Yeah, yeah, no, I get, she's that. A, I she's get- everywhere when, she's yeah, everywhere yeah. when we're doing well.
2: But well, I also I also don't think she should be. I think that should be Flickcroft doing that that flirting and sort of, sort of getting getting himself out there and, and saying how good things are because that's that's how the setup should be. So I think the, I think the footballing conversation should be on Flickcroft, like both ways. So if it's something to be celebrated, it should be him celebrating it. And I get what you're saying about that she's there and she's got every right to. She's putting money into it. But
0: yeah.
2: I just think that we've got we've got this structure and I like the structure. This isn't me saying I want Flickcroft's act. I like the director of football side of it. Every club pretty much in the division's got either a sporting director or a director of football. This is This is the new model now that people are going down. And it's... It, it works if you get it right. We know that he hasn't got everything right, but he's on a... He, he hired a good manager last time. He's We've signed potentially the best player that a lot of people have ever seen at Vale Park. Definitely the best footballer that majority have seen in the last 20 years down Vale Park and in all blasters. So he's managed to get him and convince... Chef United to let him go. Whether that's a case of no one knew how good he was, but that that kind of stems in our favour that look what we've done with Ollie, look how look how much he's talking about us. Look at look at the statement that a lad that's been here six months has put out. Like that's that's not a that's not a PR statement. When you read that, that that's a statement of that lad's grateful for everything this football club's done for him. So that puts us in a massive, massively positive. Position come January for, for for a loan signing from whether it's from Chef United or wh- whether it's from someone in, in the England setup that he's been with or anyone like that. So we've got to talk about them sort of positives that are going on as well.
0: And I tell you what, Johnny, you probably you're giving him credit, but probably not giving him all the credit he deserves there by saying that maybe no one knew how good Oli blaster was, and that's true. However, everyone knew how good Alfred Devine was, and he came the veil. Yeah. And that and that that that's it, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like
2: Arblast is one of them that came from nowhere in the sense of that he wasn't he wasn't getting all the England accolades. He wasn't he wasn't touted as the next big thing at the football club or anything. Whereas Alfie he's played at every level up to his age group. He'd won he'd won a World Cup with, with the youngsters. He's he, he's in he's he's been in every squad he's played for Spurs, He scored a goal in the FA Cup for him.
0: So, like, convincing him to come is a massive deal. Yeah, and it, people want not Flitcroft, and people know I was never his biggest fan. I've come round to it now. Give him credit, because Alfred Devine should not have been coming to Port Vale. There's no way Alfred Devine should have ever considered coming to Port Vale. He should have been going to a Bolton if he's coming to League One, or probably should have been going to a championship club. Yes. Yeah. Summer when his staff yeah. brought Alpha Divine to Vale.
2: Yeah. And and
0: that that that's the thing for me. Do you know what I mean? Like,
2: I think like has he has he got the striker situation catastrophically wrong? Yes, he has. Yes. Like we're not gonna we're not gonna sit here and say he's got that spot on. But I'm pretty content with the Willow deal because it's from, from all intents and purposes, from everyone that spoke about it, like Wilson and Flitcroft, it's, it's, it's a structured deal that's good for both sides. So yeah. they've got that spot on because he's one of the best footballers in this league when fit. It's just we all know the when fit is, is a massive sticking point. Yeah. Um, and he's got the goalkeeper situation right. He's, he's, he's got a couple of other positions, central midfield, right. We now just need to make sure that center off, uh, wing-back and striker now get sorted. Wing-back's not wrong, as in the, the players they hasn't signed up, bad players, it's just that at the minute, all four of them are injured or coming back from injury in some, some way or another.
0: For me, there was never enough cover at wing-back, and we said that in August. Yeah, yeah, no, there was never enough cover at left wing back. But when you look at the fact that now
2: Plant, Massey, um, Sang, Mitch are all out injured, and Grant's just coming back, that's that's
0: also
2: that's also a, a little unlucky.
0: Mm. Like, and what doesn't get talked about enough is, last night we had what we started with two academy players. On the pitch, a third came on the pitch. Reece Walters was on the bench. Another academy player has been touted for Bruce Dortmund. One's just been sold to Villa. One's been sold to Newcastle, and I fully get some of them players were here before Flickcroft coming before the new setup. However, would they have developed into the players they are now? That doesn't get talked about.
2: Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. A lot of positives for me that we 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 kind of need to. I think we are going to touch on Flitcroft on a Thursday pod because someone has asked to kind of rate the signings and stuff like that, that we've made under him. Right, um, It's definitely something that we're going to touch on. But I just wanted to say, like, there's there's positives and negatives. You've got to give him the same amount of credit for the good as the bad.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, we've, right. we've kind of gone right off-piste. We have. And Anderson's just pulled it back to two sets also. We've got all so this darts match finishes before Barney comes on against Letley. So... Johnny, carry on, Mark, for Crosby and the coaching staff for last night's yeah. ninety minutes against Blackpool. Last
2: night's ninety minutes was nine out of ten for me. I think he he's proven that the starting eleven was spot on. He's got the best performance of the season out of three or four players, um, and that's not because the, the, some of the players were crap. He, he's got Ben Garrity's best performance out of him this season, and Ben's been top you got chi he, he got Chizzy's best performance for me of the season. Um like and then Lomax and Shorrock, obviously their only first performances but if they, if they, if that's how they're putting their first performances in then it it's very positive there. So yeah nine out of ten the the only slight criticism of it of it was I do feel that we tried to shut up shop from about before we scored the third, for about 10 minutes, we tried to shut up shop and it looked a bit ropey when we could have gone for a third. And then after after about 10 minutes of that, he decided, actually, let's just go for a third because they're leaving us the space and we've got the chance to do it.
1: Yeah, that's all fair. Steve? Uh, yeah, I thought he, he got pretty much everything right last night. Um, I don't think it was Chizzy's best game. He scored that trick the night before.
2: Um, <laughs> I don't well, think he played as well when he scored his hat trick as he did last night. Like The hat the, the trick thing's a bit of a FIFA sort of moment, isn't it? Where, oh, he scored that trick. He must have played amazing. I, don't, I, think, I, I honestly think he played better last night than he did in the hat trick game.
1: Do you? Yeah, I thought he played well. I thought he played really well last night. Um, and like, I thought Crosby got, you know, um, he got everything right. It all, you know, he rolled the dice, he switched Deborah and um, Smithy over. It worked out well for him. For whatever reason, he started with two kids at win back. They both did a good job for him. Garrity was epic last night. I agree 100% with Johnny. And I, and I liked it. in his subs as well, he didn't take the easy option of bringing on an extra midfield he kept it game by keeping two up front. So yeah, you know, I think we've, hammered him, so you've got to give him a lot of credit and he came out fighting last night. He came out swinging. So well done him. And good luck to him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. With you both. Um, watch brought to you by repair-glasses.co.uk. If your glasses need repairing, if you've had too much drink at Christmas and you've sat on your glasses, get yourselves over to repair-glasses.co.uk. They'll fix them for you and you'll able to see through them as long as you're not pissed. And then you might not be able to see through them because you're, might have double vision. Could but if you're not pissed, we guarantee you'll be able to see through them. Repair-glasses.co.uk uh, Refwatch, I'm going to give him seven out of ten. I thought he had a decent game. couple of times he could have played advantage when Blackpool were on the ball. So probably did us a solid there. Blackpool fans would be a little bit wound up. But overall, I thought he got the bookings right when he booked the two Blackpool players. They were spot on. Overall, I thought his foul recognition was pretty good. Blackpool fans may say they could have had a penalty when Smithy was bare-hugging Jordan Rhodes a couple of times, but that's League One football. You're never going to get it. So, for me, 7 out of 10. And he's actually a championship ref that was brought down to League One for the game. And I thought, thought are, it showed.
2: We could argue that we should have had a penalty as well for, for the handball. We hand did you not see where where, the, where where they had a goal kick? The keeper nudged it forward, yeah. there like his hand on it and kicks it back to the keeper. I missed that. Yeah, well, the,
0: the, that's technically on ball
2: because the keeper's played oh, correct. The ball.
0: Yeah, if the keeper's played it and the ref's determine deter that that ball's play, then yeah, but I didn't see it. Yeah, but I think if, you, like, that's,
2: uh, if you're splitting airs sort of thing, like that is like, I don't, think you, I don't think you should be giving penalties for them.
0: But if you're giving it for the bear rug, then... Yeah. Good. Yeah. No, nope, that's fair. I I heard something then. I must have been, I don't know, daydreaming of something. <laughs> but yeah. Hey, oh, go. Better. Sorry. Go on, Internet dropped out. Oh, what did you ask me? We didn't. Anything. Never even noticed you've gone. <laughs>
1: <People> <laughs>
0: moving, <do say> <laughs> <laughs> moving on to the players. And I'm going to do something different tonight just to wind Johnny up johnny What? connor ripley why what was i don't know
2: i don't know what's different here.
0: You. you won't yet but you will <sighs> when you're finished okay
2: um eight for ripley brilliant save in in the second minute brilliant save in the second or and all rounds quick with his throws i thought his throwing was brilliant it's the first time we've really got to see that as well The fact that he was throwing the ball out and and stuff like that. A couple of his kicks were a bit shit, but overall, I thought, really good performance and a leader's performance from the back as well.
1: Yeah. Steve? Yeah, all that. I liked his throwing and his throw. He was was hitting it quickly with the throw or getting it out to the wide men quick. He made two really good saves. He looked commanding and authoritative. It was a good return to form for Connor. It was good.
0: Yeah, with you both, thought he had a great game. A couple of good saves in there. And according to FootMob, Johnny, his rating was 7.3. Oh, okay. Played 90 minutes, made three saves. He prevented 0.56 expected goals against. He made 16 accurate passes out of 38. Accurate long balls, 13 out of 34. Made 14 recoveries and his expected assist was 0.01. He had 46 touches of the ball. Nice. Stats. There we go. On the right of the back three, Steve. He's back in the team. He's one of his own, Nathan Smith.
1: Yeah, it was uh, it was a good, good game for Smithy. Jordan Rhodes knows he's in the game. He's probably pinching him, knee-raking him, all his favourite tricks and Smithy won that battle. But because Vale didn't have as much of the ball, it suits Smithy. You don't want Smithy wandering forward on the ball, looking for a killer pass, because I think that affects his confidence. When it doesn't go right, the crowd get a bit, eerie, the cra- crowd get a bit uneasy. Smithy in a one-on-one game, and he did it well. He was really good, Smithy. Yeah, Johnny. Yeah,
2: um, I think you're right. I think it was a proper defenders' game. Um, it, it, not much more you can ask from Smithy other than to score more goals and what's he go and do and he goes and puts in a striker's finish. that's... The, it was a good finish, actually, wasn't it? It's was, it was better than you yeah. think. It, that's it. When I saw it in the ground, I was like, that's a good that's a good finish, Harris That's a good finish from the lad. And then we watched it on TV. He's he probably got himself in the position and just toe-pokes it under the keeper. So... Yeah. Proper performance from Smithy. Great to see him back playing like that. It can't have been easy for him this last couple of months. And I've armoured him quite a lot. But yeah, eight out of ten for Smithy. Well done. Well done. And mass massive set of bollocks on the lad for for, for putting in that performance for me.
0: Yeah, whether you both thought Smithy was excellent. Goal capped it off. Foot Mob have got him rated at eight point three. Played ninety minutes, he had two shots, one goal. His expected goals was 0.94, which isn't surprising when he scored the one he did from so close out. The stats that really matter for a defender. uh, Six clearances, three added clearance, one interception, nine defensive actions, one recovery. He won ten duels and lost five, so he won more than his fair share of duels. Ground duels, he won six out of seven. He was fouled four times and only committed a foul once. There are your stats for Nathan Smith. Moving on, Johnny, in the middle. My mate, I love him, Jason Love.
2: Um, Footmob
0: have him at six
2: point eight, as I saw Correct. last time. So there you go. Correct. Yeah. Um. But yeah, well, he was he was he was my leader in that back three. Like he he organised everything. He was the spare man. De- like obviously Deborah and Smithy had had Beasley and um, Rhodes to contend with at the start and. Um, Low was just a spare man. He swept up, he tidied up, and he did everything that he needed to. I thought it was a good performance from him. I thought it was nothing, nothing outrageous. Nothing jumps to mind saying, "Bloody hell, how, how good was that?" Or nothing jumps to mind saying, "Oh, that 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 was a bit ropey." I just thought it was a, ste- a steady, a steady six six out of ten performance. Although,
1: Steve, yeah, exa- exactly that. Um, Smithy taking roads. Meant that he wasn't against the real physical side, Deborah on the other side of him, the same it was he was good and He's, he's vocal, you know yeah i I don't particularly like him in the sense I've said it many times, but he, he was good he was good, he was good last night, and he didn't get embroiled in any in any of the big physical wars where he can be caught out, so yeah, well done him,
0: yeah, whether you both thought he had a decent game, probably got outshone by the other two, but that's because the jobs they were doing compared to what he was doing um as you said, Johnny fought my bad with him at six point eight, and for those worried, I'm not going to do Footmob bad every week. I'm just doing it this week for a change. Um, he actually only won one jewel and lost four, so we lost more than his fair share of jewels. Um, he was fouled once and committed one foul. So that was Jason Lowe. Steve. Yeah, on, on before we run, on that
2: jewels thing with with Lowe, I think what you see to him, he doesn't he doesn't go for many jewels. If you notice. he he, knows he, he doesn't go for one he can't win, does he? Yeah, he has that tendency where he puts his hand on your back to make it awkward for you, and then reads what you're going to do next to get himself in position. And I think the ones that he does go for are, are either ones that you have to go for, so does lose lose his fair share, or ones that he knows he's going to win. Yeah,
1: yeah, so. he's he, he is very good at. He, he'd, he'd he'd rather lose, rather not go like he'd rather let the striker flick it on, and he's dropped off two yards than try than try than try and go for fifty fifty and the ball going behind him he's a very he's a very clever defender, isn't he you know he 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 plays the percentages like you say so yeah he does not he doesn't go in for many he don't he doesn't think he'll win he'd rather not bother at all and just and just drop off but yeah good good for him.
0: yeah, no one'm with you and then moving on, Steve the last one of the back three his name was Deborah Deborah,
1: Deborah yeah there's nothing to you. Dev was really, really good last night. He was picked to do a job, to show his pace, and he he did it. He did it. You know, he, he looked after Sharrick. Um, he won his tackles. He won his headers, and he just got caught out of position once in the whole game. That was in the second half when he went slip. It, when he went to sleep for a cross, but apart from that, he was really good. And I think I. Been harsh on Deborah, but he's coming from non-league and he's playing pretty much week in week out. He's been one of our better players. So but last night he was really good.
0: Uh, I'm with you. Johnny. Yeah. Um was it the
2: third or the second half? He we went wandering into midfield and like took on about four players and then cocked it right up. Second half. Second half. Mm. I don't I don't want to beat that out of him also, I don't want to see him doing that that often. Um, especially when he just ran into traffic. But apart from that, I think you're asking a young lad to look after another young lad. And yeah. he did that fantastically well. He he covered for Shorrock where he needed to. He was talking to him. He linked up with him well. And I just think, like, we've got, We've got one hour of a championship defender in the making in Jesse Debra because he's got three things that you can't teach. You can't teach the height of him. You can't teach the build of him. and You can't teach his pace. Everything else you can polish up. If he's not the best at passing, a good coach improves that. So, I mean, if he doesn't always time his tackles, a good coach improves that. We've got one hour of a defender on his hands and if we can keep him, then that, that just, that's just He's going to be our, one of our first names on the team. sheet. He's now played right and left of that back three. I liked him on the left last night. I really liked him on the left. I just thought he, he, he added that bit of comfort and confidence there for, for you. Um, and, yeah, it was a solid performance. <coughs> oh, bless you. Thank you. Yeah, um, but a seven out of ten performance from him. I thought it was decent. Um, and yeah, I think the back three as a unit were, were really solid. Um, but yeah, Smithy with the goal, slightly outshone the other two, but it's it, it's full of positives.
0: Yeah, it is. And I love Jesse Debra. I think uh, Mr Amos was harsh when he came on here after Bristol Rovers and called him. Who was the lad from last season? Which one? The big lad that came on and looked like Bambi on ice. Came on after half hour when forrester got injured. So, oh, it was so... Who? Derek. Derek, big Dalboy. Yeah. That's it. I think all yeah. oh, Mister amos was always calling him Dalboy. There's one hell of a player, and then he's more Anthony Gardner than Dalboy. Um, yeah, great player. I love Deb. Really do. Um, football, bad. You, at you 7. Flit- yeah,
1: sorry. You talk about Flickcroft early in signs and stuff. Deb is a big plus for him.
0: Yeah, massive, massive. Footmob had him at 7.6, and the stats that matter for a defender, he won nine duels, lost one. His ground duels won with four out of five. His aerial duels won with five out of five. He was fouled twice and didn't commit a foul. Um, When you picked up on Johnny, when he went going in midfield and lost the ball, don't mind him doing that, as you say, not too often. What we need to knock out of him is he lost the ball and then went chasing, and at one point was the furthest man forward. Once he's lost that ball, let the midfielders and strikers chase it down. You get back in position, because if they come and attack, you don't want to leave a big hole there. Yeah, That's the only criticism I've got of him. Just get yourself back in and let the other players do their jobs at that point. So, But yeah, I love Jab. Great performance from him. And as we move into the midfield, we haven't discussed man of the matches, but we could quite easily have three different ones when we get there. And none of us would be wrong, because there was quite a few players that shone last night. So let's see where we get to. Johnny, starting with you across the midfield, on the right, making his first league start, 18-year-old Ben Lomax.
2: Yeah, what, 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 what can you say about that? Do you know what I mean? Like, firstly, brilliant seeing Academy Lads in there. We've, we've seen what happens with Smithy, do you know what I mean? Like, we've had 10 years of Nathan Smith, and we were all scrambling where the next one was going to come from. Ben Lomax, he... Defended really well last night, and I think he was hi- highly underrated how well he defended. Because even a couple of times where the ball went, ball was clipped over the top. First instinct to was head down, sprint on, get back into position. He he linked up really well defensively with Smith and Devine. He put in a couple of decent balls. We've all seen that the positive of Lomax is that he can put in a decent cross and. One thing I will say is both of the wing backs, it was joyous to see that they could use both feet because both of them put in crosses with opposite feet and it makes life so much easier that whichever way they go, they can actually do something about it. Were they the best balls? Not, not every time, but it was a confidence to cut in on your weaker foot and, and cross a ball in or make a pass, which is a simple inside pass, but with your weaker foot, you're then putting yourself in a better position. So... I thought it was a good performance from low max. nothing spectacular but it's solid solid debut and it was a seven out of ten for me yep.
1: steve yeah like got good, got good energy good hair um no he's got good energy um he, he was his positional sense was pretty good um and it was a it was a hard game as well He's not one of the game. It wasn't a game where you want to chuck him in because it's end of the season, nothing to play for. That was a live game against a good side, so you know. And you talk about the youth setup, and I'm not sure what what his actual position is. He actually a wing back, so you know,
0: tend to know these things. Don't know is the honest answer because he's never. When I've done the youth, I've never really noticed.
1: Yeah. But, you know, I don't want to see him there every week. He needs to drop in and drop out like we should have done with Rhys Walters. We don't want to do to Loma, that's what we've done to Walters. But he was good and it was a really good debut for him. So, well done, Em. Whoever it is, can be very proud of him.
0: Yeah, with you. Good debut for him. Solid. Probably got outshone by the other slightly. But then that's because the ball was down the left more than it was down the right. Absolutely fine. Happy with him. Did well. Foot mob, Johnny. you have got him exactly as you. Seven out to ten um 11 accurate passes which was 65 percent successful dribbles one out of two um passes into the final third there was two he made three clearances and duels, one he won three lost three but interestingly he won two out of three ground duels and won one out of three in the air which he isn't the biggest lad so i don't expect him winning that much in the air and if it's only your wing back out wide that's losing an aerial duel, that's not the end of the world so yeah real good debut for ben lomax yeah, re- really good and like such such, such a positive performance from him. Yeah, I'm with you. Then I'll go across the midfield the way these have got it. So, just Johnny, Steve, Johnny, Steve, Johnny. Steve, it's you. Mm. And you get the best on earth. Uh,
1: ben Garrity was my man of the match. I thought he was absolutely unbelievable last night. He took his goal with real plum, as they say. You know, he, you know, we were, like I say before, we were level with it. He never looked like missing. His work rate was out of this world. Down our side, he came back and got a couple of meaty challenges, help, helping, you know, helping share out. He covered every blade of glass. And he's playing in a different position now again, isn't he? Now, you forget now he's gone from being one of the tens to doing the Funzo Ojo job in midfield alongside Alfie. He was just, like I say, he was he was so good last night and I'd be, you know, I'd be worried that someone will take a punt on him in January because I would if I was a championship team.
0: Yeah. I can understand why you've given Man of the Match. He wasn't mine but I can understand why you have. Johnny, Ben Garrity.
1: Yeah. um,
2: I was torn with Man of the Match. Ben, Ben was very, 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 very close. Um, But, nine out of ten for Ben. I thought, fantastic performance from him. I think he, he he was he was your ultimate midfielder. Your box to box midfielder. He was winning headers. He was getting getting up for it. He was pouring yeah. in the challenges. He was spurring the team on and the goal he took like a striker on his weaker foot into the bottom corner. There's there's not much more you can ask for is, is there from your from your striker. Wow. Um we we're, we're looking at now a midfielder that's touching 10 goals. You, you, you're getting everything you want from Ben and it's time for the others to step up to, and help out and, and, my God, they
0: have. Yeah, I'm with you. I got three very, very, very close for Man of the Match and he was second in my three. Did you give him a march, Johnny? Nine. Nine. Yeah, fair enough. Foot mob have gone eight and a half. Um, expected goals was only 0.24. So, took his chance really well, that says. Um, Shot accuracy 100%. He had the one shot and it was on target. Went in. He had 44 touches of the ball twice in the opposition box. Made four passes into the final third. He won two out of two tackles. Cleared six. He won four out of four ground duels. And he won four out of six aerial duels. Was fouled once and didn't commit a foul all game. So, yeah, great stats from Ben Garrity, which you don't need the stats to tell you. He had a fucking excellent game. And after a sluggish start to the season, maybe with the first three, four games, he's been absolutely outstanding. And yeah, love may continue. We need to just get used to that start of the season, don't we? I think we do, yeah, because it's every season he starts a lot, and then he just all of a sudden comes <laughs> from nowhere and gets going. Moving on, Johnny. And I'll tell you my reasons why after next to him, my man of the match, the star man, Alpha Divine. Yeah.
2: Alf, brilliant one! It wasn't he. You look at that first goal where Willow picks the ball up, lays it off to Divine. Divine shows a great turn of pace, Find, finds Chislet who's in absolute acres of space and threads it through. And you look at it and go, that's that that's brilliant. That is brilliant play. And then he just keeps going. He, first off, he was kind of doing the Ojo role, dropping in in centre half, picking the ball up, spraying passes out. Second half, he was getting a bit more involved in it, getting a bit more forward, putting tackles in, and it was just so it, it, it was so refreshing to see that a player that's probably been an blaster's shadow has taken that, taken that, and is relishing it. I can't wait till Funzo's back. Funzo's going to pin that midfield perfectly with with Garrity and Gar- Garrity and divine maybe that's harsh on chizzy but like there's for it just funzo walks back in there divine and garrity at the minute chizzy's chizzy's owning it as well so there's so much like positiveness in that that you're you're looking at how does it work but alfie last night well well played lad well well played um he get he, get, he gets an eight he's just shy he was he was very good and he was third in my list.
0: Yeah, that's fair enough. Steve, the star man, we'll get that song going up, Carlisle.
1: Yeah, Alfie was second for me. I just um, in the two games since the blast has been gone, he has really stepped up. He's he was a holding midfielding player at Wigan and he seems really suited to that. Everything about him was his part in the first goal, as you say, the Christmas of the pass getting about, spreading the play, and he's really stepping out of our blaster shadow. And I hope to God Spurs, Spurs don't recall him. His situation's did um, to ollies, but the second half of the season, he could really kick on. We're only playing one game a week now, pretty much, aren't we? He'll get plenty. He'll get his rest in, And he was just so, so good last night. And him, him and Ben, anyway, you're not your first choice midfield pair in all season really really dovetailed well last night so yeah he was he was brilliant he just outshone by ben for me but hell of a performance by 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 19 year old kid
0: yeah yeah well you both I thought as i've given him the match obviously i thought he was absolutely excellent i said when ollie got injured or if only got recalled i thought you'd see a better divine and we're on that's not because him and only can't play together it's just because divine was being asked to do a different job now he's being asked to do what Ollie did, which was set deep, get on the ball, dictate, play, knock it about. That ball that he sprayed out to Shorrock, and it was about a 40, 50-yard ball, and he just landed on a sixpence to Shorrock, that was orgasmic. It really was. Um, I love him. I'll go out there and say I think technically he's a better player than Ollie. I think technique-wise and technically a better player. The difference, Ollie's more all-action, and I'd love the pair of them. I think they've both got real bright futures in the game. Hopefully, as you say, I think Divine will stay. That's just my hunch. I don't know anything. I think he'll stay for the season. I think he's a key part to us. And to play him that bit deeper, let him get on the ball, dictate play. As you've said, Johnny, that ball through to Chisley, I don't think anyone else on our team plays it. He wasn't even looking. He just played it through to him. He knew where he was. And he just got us ticking and going forward. And, yeah, absolutely loved that performance from Divine And long may continue. Foot mob had him was only 7 out of 10. What the fuck do they know? What? He had one nice. shot. 85% passing accuracy. Expected goals 0.02. So the same, the shot wasn't really anything to write home about. Was fouled twice but committed two fouls. Dispossessed just the once. Five accurate long balls. 57 touches. Nine passes into the final third. What do they know? Maybe I'm done with that experiment. <laughs> halfway, half, halfway through
2: the team That's it He's dropping that
0: well, I'll, carry players, on the rest, is I'll carry on for the rest of this episode But 7 out of 10 That just shows you that stats don't tell you everything Moving on then Next to him It's you Johnny And you've got Jack Shonick 16 year old making his first start The youngest ever goal scorer for Vale Yeah youngest ever debutant Youngest ever goal scorer And yeah youngest ever- oh, stop it's Steve, not you. Yeah, okay. it's me, yeah.
1: I didn't. Steve. I wasn't going to Steve. jump in, but Jack uh, what, just look, What Johnny was saying, youngest ever debutant, youngest ever started. <laughs> um, did really. <laughs> yeah, he's got a match, good. what
2: I was saying as well, Steve, you can take that one.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was uh, sponsored by the match. Yeah, Help me out, Johnny. No, Sharrett was really good last night. And what I like about him is he's got a yard of pace, Annie. You know, a couple of times a second off, bombing down, down the wing, you know. Um, a bit up been old school, you know, flying forward, was a esque. He's a really good footballer, he's got two feet as well. You know, can use both, which is unusual for any of any of our players. Um and he looks composed. Flipcroft always said he was a natural heir to the throne. And you know, <coughs> him and Grant. I'd like to see Grant probably come back in against Carlisle for different reasons, but I just thought he was really good last night, and we can dip in him and out for the rest of the season. We're going to have a very, very good player on our hands. And he was always the one who they touted was the best of the ones coming through, wasn't he, Sharek? You know, and he, he showed it last night. He he was really good.
2: Yeah. Johnny? Yeah. Do you know what really sticks out to me? In the second half where he picks the ball up in front of the lawn street, knocks it through the lad's legs and bursts past him. Mm-hmm. And it's just, yeah. like, so refreshing to see. Because the next minute he's back at left back. Mm-hmm. And it's like, he never stood still. Like I bet his as a kid, I bet his body is knackered today. But it's such a positive performance. Like, if you're getting if you'll get if you're getting them out of him now, if you can build them and make sure that when the bad days happen, because they will. Like he, he's sixteen, but well, he's gonna have bad games. And like when the bad games come, if you can build him up there to say, Look, it's gonna happen, expect it and Get the mental side of it. That boy's going to go far because I tell you something in that first half, bears in front of the paddock, he put a crunching tackle in and it was like he, he kind of fucked it up at first. Like the ball came to him and he, he he kind of dillied a bit on it and thought he had a bit more time, lost it, and then went and nailed their lad and put it out for a throw. And it's like that that's the sort of make or break tackle, I think, because it's very early on in the game and he it, it, it could have. That Dembele was taking the piss a bit down that side and it could it could have really broke him. But they stuck at it. They were clever. First half, Garrity gave him so much support. And then second half, Devine was... And I think that's the thing with it. It was such a team performance. Like, similar to Ben, it was seven. I thought he was better going forward than, than Lomax was. Um, but, yeah, like... That... Ten pair have shown again how to play wing back and the both both young lads so it's 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 cute. it's going to be impressive going forward but like steve just mentioned about carlisle you you're asking a lot for a teenager to play two games in in four days yeah so
0: and only 16 yeah echo with everything you both just said i thought it was absolutely fantastic and the bit that stood out for me was the bit where CJ Hamilton had got the ball and was running at him in front of the paddock. And Lomax stood him up and just knit the ball off him and ran away with it. Shorak. And that really it's sorry, yeah. yeah. Shorak, it, and that really stood out for me. I thought that was a touch of quality from him. Um Foot Mob have him at 6.3. It won six duels, lost six duels. Of the ones he won, he won both of his aerial duels and won four out of ten on the ground. But he was fouled once, committed two fouls. Um yeah, that's about it from Foot Mob. But, going, yeah, back but,
1: to, go on, sorry, going back to going back to Sharik and and Lamax, let's not do to them what we done to what we've done to Walters. Let's be a bit cleverer Are we using it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. Um Johnny, you next, and you've got Foot Mob's man of the match. I think he's got Shares and Foot Mob. It's Ethan Chislett.
2: <laughs> to be fair, he was my man of the match as well, he was. Like. Ch- Chizzy equals Garrity's nine. He was brilliant yesterday. The assist, he got two assists. Like he, he was just everywhere, though. Absolutely everywhere. He was tracking back. And then that tackle he puts in right at the end, where he looked like he might have hurt himself a little bit. Yeah, like I think it was more cramp, because obviously if, he, if he'd actually hurt himself, he wouldn't lay him back on with three minutes to go. But that tackle just epitomised everything about his performance. He wanted everything. To win everything in that game, and the weighted pass into Garrity meant that Garrity scores that the the run where he puts the defenders backpedaling. Granted, he kind of loses the ball a little bit for Willow to score, but I'm sure he I'm sure he's counting that as an assist and knocking knock, knocking on the door for when his bonus comes in. Uh, but it was just a all round brilliant central attacking midfielder's performance because that's that, that's where he played. And, yeah, it was, it was the Chizzy that we saw at the start of the season, just with a bit more bite and a bit more aggression about him. And I just think he never gave anyone a moment's rest and brilliant, brilliant performance.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. Steve? Chizzy was third in my mind of the match, but they were all, like said, so they were all great. Like, it was what, everything you've just said they got Willow's goal. When Willow plays it around the corner, he's bursting out, bursting through, and he's got one intent. He's not looking to go back or play safe. He's looking to do something. We said at the start that Chizzy would go through spells where he'd be ineffective, bit Louis dodds S because he'll try stuff. At the moment, what he's trying is coming off. His work rate's phenomenal. He's, he's passing. He looks a really good player, and I don't think it's a coincidence that Wilson's back. And he's looking a good, you know. He's looking really good. I think those two could just link up so well. And but yeah, Chisler was brilliant last night. You can't fault him.
0: Yeah, with you both. Footmob had him at eight point seven as man of the match. He got two assists. He had two shots, chances. He created three chances. But the expected assist was zero point zero six, and we got two goals off that zero point zero six. Expected goals zero point one four. He had one blocked shot. He had three touches in the opposition box and two passes into the final third. He took two corners, none of which beat the first man. Uh, dispossessed once. Uh, won two out of four tackles. And yeah, great all-round performance from Chessie. Thought he was excellent. And then moving on, Steve. I've got to give you him, ramter. Biddle's finest. And he was my second for man of the match. I think just because probably he showed you everything we've been missing. Big James Wilson, Vales twenty-nine.
1: Yeah, he should be veiled at number nine. Um, the first goal is part and that is underrated for what I said at the start. He brings it under control. The pass into Divine means he can get going fast. The, if, you, if you've nobody seen it, if you don't remember it from the game, if you go on the highlights, forget his strike, watch the pass around the corner for Gisela to burst onto. It's something that we've... We just haven't had to that, Willow. He looks fit. He looks strong. Um, he's just such and such a good footballer and when Wilson's in the side and he's sponsored by the Ale and Vale as well, so that's one person's career we haven't knackered, sorry Yak, um, that when Willow's in the side, Vale are a better team and if we keep him fit to the end of the season, we're going we're to be okay. He was just, he was just magnificent last night and I was glad he st- me and Johnny both said on boxing that we wanted him to start. We didn't want him coming off the bench when you're 2-0 down. Give him the chance to impact the game. And that's another thing Crosby got right. You know, he, he was on from the start. He's a handful. He can do everything. You know, when he got wiped out on the halfway line. You know, just his feet. I don't know if you both remember that lad went straight through him Because yes. he was just, his feet are too quick and he's getting the ball away. You know, we want him in our team. And it's as simple as that.
2: Yeah. Johnny. One thing I disagree with, Steve, is that I don't think we want him in our team. I think we need him in our team.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. I, I think that.
2: Right. Yeah, yeah, I think we need him to start because, as a footballer, he he's head and shoulders above any permanent player we have. And then with with divine in there, and Chizzy Chiz, to a degree because Chizzy's creative and then them first touches and stuff like that. But I say when you see him running deep. You know he's gonna bring it under control. You trust him to have it in the halfway line and do something with it. But the way he brought it brought it under control and he fires the pass into Divine because he knows Divine will touch it, which meant Divine can then fire his pass off and do what he needed to do. He got twatted in the in the second half, horrible in the first half, sorry, it was a horrible tackle on him, where he stayed down and everyone winced then and going, Oh, is this the new contract? And the first of many impact injuries because we we'd do the same thing. Let's be honest, we we'd do the same thing, and we'd we'd ask our centre off to go in, clatter the best player to, to 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 try and get an advantage. So having Uch on there as the battering ram seems to be a good partnership for the both of them. But yeah, he he was involved in everything positive. He. He was lucky with his goal, let's say, because it's now three strikes from outside the area that, that down that end of the pitch and three big deflections that have looped over the goalkeeper. Um but you don't buy a ticket, you don't win the lottery. And Willow Willow's just done that. Great team have sixty minutes under his belt. He's got to start on Monday. Even if he can only do the forty five, he's got to start on Monday. He brings so much to to this team, it's untrue. And yeah, it was eight out of ten performance. Brilliant to see him back. I just think that for about for about ten minutes after in the second half, after like about five, well, about five minutes at the end of the first and five at the start of the second half, he disappeared a little bit. Um, and I don't know if that was more tactical because he was five yards deeper. But we just need to get him back up to full fitness, and we'll be laughing.
0: Yeah, with you both, thought it was excellent. I said, i put him second in the match. Footmob have got him at 7.8. He played 65 minutes, uh, got a goal. His shot accuracy was 100%. 12 out of 14 accurate passes gives him 86%. Expected goals was 0.02. Great team, but long may continue. And one question I have got is, as Andy Crosby decided that, when the sports scientist tells him players can only play X amount of minutes, they can actually do a bit longer. Because I wouldn't have expected Wilson to do 65 minutes last night. I'd have thought he'd have come off at half-time and actually fair play to Crosby. He's gone, do you know what? I need another 20 minutes out of him. I'm leaving him on for 20 minutes.
1: Yeah, I think this was all part of the new Crosby. The more authoritarian of the more, do you know what? I want my best players on the pitch. Maybe just maybe he said to sports scientists, do one." Well, he's got another ten minutes. In. I don't know, but yeah. Yeah,
0: with you. And Johnny, last but not least, Amos won't thank us for saying this, but his best performance has been back at Bail. And if he does this for the rest of the season, I'm more than happy with him. Big hooch. Look, he did everything a target man should do. He he,
2: he won he he won his fair share of headers. He controlled the ball better than he's controlled it, it, it since he's been back. Yeah, I think. You can count on one hand the amount of times he just bounced off him, and let's be fair, the last five or six performances, you could count on one hand the amount of times he trapped the ball. So that's a massive positive. First off, where he bumbles down to the corner in Lawn Street and then cocks it up, you thought, "Oh, we've got that ouch," but he recovered well from that. The shot that I'm sure if the animal stand, uh, sorry, if the bycars wasn't there, would still be rising now. And then he goes and goes, fuck it, I'm going to try it again. And stings the palms of the keeper. And it's like, look, mate, you, you, you're not scoring in the box. What makes you think you score from 30 yards? And then he rasps that. So it's like that shows the confidence in him. He he was everything you need when you're playing a Wilson. Similarly to if Josh Thomas was there, he he battered their centre-halves to give Willow, Chislett, Garrity all that space. Because you look at him and you think – do I really fancy going in the fight with fight with with this monster? Because as nice as he is, and whatnot, he's he's fucking horrible to play against. Because he's all arms and legs, isn't he and yeah. he's strong and powerful. Like he needs to score goals. He needs he needs to score goals. He needs to get in the penalty area a little bit more. That that's a given. But on last night's performance, he did everything for the team, and that's yeah. all you can ask sometimes to do everything for the team. It was a six out of ten performance. It's a standard, like I say, it's it, it's my it's my benchmark target man performance. It wasn't anything amazing, but Luke, it's his best performance. So let, let let let's go. Let's let's move move on. Let's see more of these performances from from the team as a whole. But yeah, Ooch. Ooch has done more in that, in that 60 70 minute appearance, than he's probably done since Burton away in the FA Cup. We can't wait that long to see that, that, that next sort of that, that performance again from him. He's got to now pick himself up and go again,
1: Steve. Yeah. Um, it, what really, what Jolly said, Uchi all off, all they've got to do is put themselves, put themselves about. Win some headers, hold it up, and let the footballers play play football. Willow, Chislett, Alfie, let Garrity get get getting beyond them for the goal. They don't really need to be scoring 20 goals a season if they play well enough to to bring those others into play. Unfortunately, last night is the first time they've done that. And he's never going to score you any goals. And yeah, he's frustrating. And, you know, would you want someone better? Of course you will. But while we've got him, if he, if him and Lott put that type of performance in, that will have to do, you know. And if provided we struggle, if Willow gets injured again, then they look really shit. But if they're taking the if they're taking the space and taking the hits and winning the battles for Willow and Chizzy to play, Willow and Chizzy and Alfie to play, then we're we're all right with that. And I don't have it, you know. Like I say, you want someone better, of course you do, but you've got to be realistic what they are. And he contributed a lot to that win last night, so you can't really complain too much, can you?
0: Yeah, I thought it was a 7 out of 10. I'll be honest, I thought it was fantastic for what you want him to do. As you say, Johnny's touch, there was one time he killed the ball dead at his feet, which I didn't expect from him, which is like, Christ, where's that come from? He held the defenders off, and there was times their defenders were climbing on him to try and get round him. And just held them off, turned them, and he was off. Yes, the quality could be better. There was one where he turned his man, Chessie was off. And if he'd have played the ball right, Chessie was one-on-one with the goalie. And he just fluffed the pass and he went straight to the defender. So, yeah, there's was quality the one, issues, course there is. Was that the one where he, he seemed like his knees give way? Yes. Yeah. Second half, attacking the away end. Yeah. Turned the man beautifully. And Chessie's making a great run. And if he'd have played the ball properly, Chessie was in one-on-one with the goalie. But unfortunately, as you say, his knees give way and he kind of just passed it straight to the defender. So, ball. He created you know a couple what? of quality
1: fouls as well. He created a couple of quality fouls as well, just falling yeah. on top of it as well. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. yeah.
0: But you know what? Their defenders, and three or four times yesterday, he turned the defender and got away from them. And again, yeah, the quality wasn't quite there with the final ball, etc. But that's what Willow's there for. That's what Chizzy's around him for, Garrity Divine. Let Ooch be the battering man. Let him bring the ball down, get your players further up the pitch. They can then get on the ball, thread passes through, and you can score three goals in a game. And that's what you want from Uch. So, to misquote, him...
1: yeah, sorry. to misquote Gary Roberts, who said, Let the footballers football and the runners run, let the footballers football and let him just hold it up and play off them. You know, and...
0: Exactly. And that's all you want from him. It's 7.2 according to Footmob. He played 72 minutes, he had three shots. His passing was 65% accuracy. Expected goals was 0.09, which, yes, you want more from your striker. But he had 34 touches, three in the opposition box. Successful dribbles, two out of five. Caught offside once, but he made one pass into the final third. And he won one out of one tackles, according to this. So, yeah, Ouch did fine. Um, Just for clarity on foot mob. Blackpool's highest rated player was Morgan at six point seven, which is lower than any Vale player.
2: Sells like everything you need to know, doesn't it? We were, I think, we put in more effort than any one of their players. We we showed more quality, and I yeah, I just for me, I just think it was perfect. Like so refreshing to see for a benchmark, as we keep saying. It's a, it's a benchmark now. We've got to go and repeat this now, Monday. And I don't expect us to turn up every single game and play that way. Do you know what I mean? Don't expect that. But what I do expect is that we put in the same amount of effort. Yeah. And that and that that that's that should be minimal now. That effort should be minim, minimum.
0: Yeah, agree with you. Steve, any final thoughts before we quickly move on? Because the Barney and Litley game is up and running.
1: No, no, not, not at all. Um, well, you know, we need to turn up. We've got a good chance. Carlisle that's a good game for us on Monday. Well, like I said before, we'll take a good following. It's a chance for us to go and win. And if we perform like we did today, um, yesterday, I've lost track of days, then we should be fine. But it was a good, you know, it was a good building block. And everyone, every player, it was nice for us to talk about players who played well for once. Because so I feel like I've been talking to you lot, you pair over Christmas more than my family and all been saying is he shit, he's shit. But to like it's been it was it was really good yesterday, and Monday we can all look forward to that. Yeah, definitely. Johnny. Yeah, what what I want a
0: couple of things I want to say is look the
2: loft come on and had a positive impact for me. Like yeah. got him got, got involved, showed that turn of pace and that's that's again the minimum benchmark that we're expecting. Is is the effort? The pepper he looks some prospects again. Throwing another young lad on, you look at it and think, oh fuck, what what could happen here? And he's so confident. And I get I get the fact that like when the, when the, when when the fans are singing he's singing a song for a sixteen year old, and it's more for us than him in, in in the way of we we used it calm as nerves at exit and and. We we started using it yesterday at 2 0 when you're thinking, oh shit, what's gonna happen here? But it's just it's just brilliant to see the Academy doing really well. The I don't know how good this Liam embrasure is, but like he's worth seven hundred and fifty K then these these four that are breaking in are worth, worth millions because without bad or forms, Benny would have been involved in some shape or form if he's if if he's gonna be that good.
1: Um, he must be a player, mustn't he? <laughs> yeah, he, he, he,
0: he's, he's, he's mad. It's, it's,
1: yeah, that's a word. That, it's mad.
0: Yeah, I have seen him a few times, to be fair, when I've done the line, and he's always had an okay game. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Nothing Talking about that. About. Get,
1: get, get another hundred grand on his feet. If yeah, Dortmund have yeah, yeah. less
0: Yeah, Dortmund, if you're is worth £5 million. Pounds
1: yeah. yeah.
0: And not a penny no. less
1: no installments
2: no
0: yeah.
2: installments all up and a 30% selling clause. because when when he does turn into the next Jude bargain he's selling for 100 million then yes it's set for life
1: that's just the whole thing a dream's made of that isn't it that's yeah and also at least this time it wouldn't be like um, it's happened in the past um, yeah. Norman having all the money <laughs> for the salon.
0: yeah
2: yeah, that's imagine imagine how, how how good that kid feels though. Though yesterday morning, like waking up and his name's all over the paper, saying Dortmund Pete Paris Saint Germain are sniffing around you. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, I oh, just that's it's just madness. So, yeah. yeah, if that if if that go if that if that goes goes on, then that's great for the club and great for him. Um, but yeah, pepper again, brilliant, really really good to see. Um and, and and a shout out just just to obviously like the players in Crosby as well, because it's it can't it can't be easy. Um we've battered them and like I said at the start, one slower doesn't make a summit and we're talking on that that performance yesterday.
0: But yeah, quality from the lads quality. Yeah, and they knew the pressure was on yesterday because as you said. I think Vale fans were waiting for go one 0 down, and it would have been toxic in that ground. Yeah,
1: it was. We, we headed it off, and the, they headed it off at the pass nicely, didn't they? To be fair, and you know, whatever else you say about Crosby, the they were playing for him last night, weren't they? No one, di- no one, no one had dialed it in, had they, to against uh, the Sack, which we've seen happen before. Yeah. So yeah, well, well done, everyone. Well done, Vale.
0: Yeah, definitely. And Johnny Littler's just taken the first set against Barney. So, quickly talk to us about Carlisle. And we are undefeated in 2024.
2: Well, yes, yeah, so, it so is everyone. But
0: so are we. But, Look at the
2: um, positives. So, yeah, we travel to bottom of the league, Carlisle. Um, yeah. So, we all know what's going to happen here. Um, because <laughs> typical Vale. They last won a game of football in November in the EFL Trophy. Oh, wow. They last won a league game of football on the 24th of October. Um, I didn't realise it was that bad. Yeah, and that was against Burton Albion. Um, So, you know, that's the gift that keeps on giving, aren't they? Um, But since then, they've lost to Cambridge, Bristol Rovers, drew to Charlton, got smashed by Reading, Blackpool, drew with Northampton, lost to Cheltenham, drew with managerless Fleetwood now because... They've sacked their gaffer today. Yeah, and then, second sacking of the season for them, isn't it?
0: Yeah.
2: And then got, with 4,500 people in Wigan yesterday, got, got beat 2-0. So, not. It's, it's not been plain sailing. There's a bounce about the place because obviously they've just had the takeover. Um, Armstrong will be probably paraded at some point tomorrow, but I don't think he can
0: play. No, I don't think he can.
1: Um, uh, no, I don't think he can either. No, assuming Holy will be in goals, Johnny. It's all we're looking forward to. Um, well, after after he's after he, dropped... he didn't play yesterday. No, You could after that yep. after what he did to the other day. <laughs> yeah,
2: he hasn't played. He hasn't played the last two. He didn't play against Fleetwood either. So,
1: yeah, I and think. Tom, some... And
0: for those that don't know what we're on about, that since the ball was going out, he dived, <laughs> kept it in, and pushed it straight to a striker who then crossed and tapped into an empty net.
1: Yeah, it was over the fist.
0: Yeah, and when I say it was going out, if you haven't seen it, it's not like it was a shot that maybe was going, going at the post or just wide. It was like eight yards away from the post. He knew <laughs> yeah. it was going out and he died yeah. to try and keep it in. Well, he has kept it in. Well, he's kept it oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, he has kept it in. But, yeah, we'll, we get to see Ryan Edmondson again. Um he
0: started for them but went off on 45 plus two. Oh, no, we got boots, sorry, on 45 plus two. Went off on 62 for Joe Garner. Fair enough. So, he yeah. He was one of one, two, three, four, five. They had six bookings against Wigan. So, six. that says to me, expect a physical game. Yeah. That, well, we has been coming
2: off the bench for
0: 15 or so minutes at, at the time as well. So, yeah. No Callum guy game. for him the other day, even on the bench, which says to me he's injured because he'd walk into yeah. most sides at this level. He's on he's he's on he's on crutches, his Instagram. Um at
2: uh, Christmas, saw saw him not, not looking well. And then they've got yeah, like I say, Joe Gardner is 35, but he's always seemed to found the net against Ozanti. But yeah.
0: Josh Emanuels
2: there. He has only played seven games, so well. He's obviously a recent signing. Oh yeah. It's bottom of the league Carlisle. We we have got to go there. Um it's not gonna be an easy game. They're well supported at the minute. They're mm-hmm. they've got a decent average attendance. Um from let me find it again because I had it up earlier and the webpage was closed. Um yeah, their average attendance, where where are the bastards? They're 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 averaging eight thousand two hundred and twenty nine this season. Oh wow. Which which is a thousand more than we're averaging. Yeah. We're at seven, three. Um. So, they're averaging a good crowd, even though they're they're not great. Um. So so yeah, they they're, they're going to have that bit of a bounce because they're going to expect a big January. Um. Like I say new owners and stuff like that. So, I'm expecting. I'm expecting a difficult game, because I can't. Just because the bottom doesn't mean that they, they they've given up and thrown the towel, and it's not that time of the season, is it for that?
0: No, they're only six um,
2: points off safety. Yeah, but like, like you've already said, they're they're quite a they're quite a physical side. They have got quite a few bookings this season. Um And well, let me just find because I'm going. I'm going to use foot mob here for you, mate. Um, because
0: I've shut it down now. I wonder what reception Jason Lowe got, get, Fanny. Well, I think I'd be in. I, wasn't. I was.
1: A <laughs> guy yeah. Guy. <laughs> yeah.
2: But here you go. They've kept the least clean sheets in the league with one one clean sheet all season, they've kept. So that's that, that, that probably tells you all you need to do. They've got the twenty-third lowest expected goals. <coughs> so they don't they don't make clear cut chances very much.
0: Who's 24th?
2: Who's twenty fourth? Um, Shrewsbury.
0: Oh, and they beat us.
2: Yeah, we're thirteenth. Just for Just just wow. So you know.
0: Didn't expect yeah. us to be that high.
2: So we, well, they 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 have the twentieth most shots on goal per game. So they they they're not, but but by by reading into it, they're not the easiest on the on the eye. Um. They they concede on average one and a half goals a game, so that I reckon she'll get the half. Yeah, <laughs> but that's 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 quite that's quite a big one. But and I think it's telling that the three teams that are top of successful tackles per mm. match are Fleetwood, Cheltenham, and Carlisle. Mm. They they make a lot of tackles, but because they they give you the opportunity, the
0: pressure, yeah, 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 a lot yeah. of pressure. Yeah, yeah but. I just want us to go there and play like we did yesterday, and that's on the front foot looking to attack. Yeah. Yep, have a go. Yeah, and if we lose playing like that, I have no issues with Port Vale. I don't expect to win week in, week out. But what I do expect is the players to have a go and to play some entertaining football that gets us in around the goal mouth. Amen.
2: I think, I, I think you can't argue with that. If you turn up and play your best... Like you put in hundred percent effort and it doesn't go for you. No fans, no fans going to batter you for it. But no. you, we, we've set a precedent. Again, we're, we're probably, uh, I'd say more fans are going to allow the reset like they did against Wick, Wigan. They're not going to be ten, going to be a bit on edge uh, at Carlisle. Um, but I think the important thing is we go out. We put a performance in and we look to start 2024 right um don't want to see one of the lads feigning a head injury so we have to bring on a sub to, to go and win the game like we started last year
1: last year oh, i hope i don't get as wet as, last, as i got last
2: year oh, I, if you're getting as wet w- wet as you did last year i reckon that that place is underground mate so <laughs>
0: yeah. like they, they've got a roof and everything but yeah. We've got a hell of a following going up there. Christ was Forest Green only last year. I was thinking back it was last year because I was thinking Forest Green was two years no, ago. Green. Yeah. No, what, what twelve months to the day it'll be mate since you got pissed. wet. how I was thinking that was two years. No,
1: I remember, um, I remember it, was, it was me. It was just three and Andy at the front one. Then I got done for speeding on the way home on the M forty in the yeah in the in the um, in the variable speed limits. Yeah.
0: yeah, it was last year, wasn't it? Cause Politics scored with that cross.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And Miko. <laughs> yeah. Louis Castle landed on his head, didn't he? And changed the game.
0: Yeah. 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 Mipo had him... oh, Joe's first game back from injury, wanted.
1: Yeah. Meepo,
0: yeah. Then, oh, yeah. as if that was only twelve months ago. Twelve months. Time ago. flies,
2: guys. Yeah. It does. But yeah. So let, let's go for it. Andy's, Andy's taxi will um, take you there. Um, probably not if you're ringing him now He's probably busy on New Year's Eve But um, it'll take you to Carlisle If you want to go for a weekend away I don't know if it's any good or not But you could always stop at the lakes on the way up You could, but yeah Andy's taxi
0: will get get you there or thereabouts
2: um, yeah. And yeah AV
0: Timings, Bears, over to you AVTimings.com Get yourselves over there, signed up for a race Maidly off in April, there's a few others on there So get yourselves signed up AVtimings.com. I'm going. Get ready for this. First goal after 12 minutes. Uchi. Vale 4 0 winners. Wow. Wow. New year, New Vale. New year,
1: New Vale.
2: Seven goals in two games. You're going with? Yeah, after scoring seven in 28. Yeah. Okay.
1: Wow, Steve, how'd you follow that up, mate? You followed by saying James Wilson on the 12th minute with the. Do you remember the one we played him a couple of seasons ago, when he flicked it, when he flicked it up and volleyed um, it, volleyed it, and nearly went in. Yeah. That Tuesday night, he's gonna score a better goal than that. And we're gonna round it off. I'm not, I'm not saying anything ridiculous like you or Loft. Ben Garrett will get his 11th goal of the season. Take him, take him into double, take him above double figures and looking looking to it 20. 2-0 Vale.
0: I went for 12th minute as well. Oh, did you? Yeah. Well, there you go. We're gonna get a goal in the 12th minute, then aren't
1: we? Yeah, no. probably don't know.
0: And I'm saying lofty comes on and scores, so Uch and Loft are
1: both on the score sheet. Oh, you are in dreamland. Two million to one with um, Sky Bet. Are you?
0: Um, have you been drinking, son? I haven't touched a drop since Christmas. Oh, we did Boxing Day. Had a couple before the veil. That's it. Now
2: that that that's probably the issue. Then you probably haven't been drinking enough over Christmas to 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 go with that. <laughs> what? Yeah, let's see. I'm I'm going 32nd 30, 30 minutes, and Willow. It's
0: time. And what's the score? 2-0. 2-0 win. I think... Yeah. We're yeah. all going for losses against Blackpool. We're all going for wins against Carlisle. So get your money, yeah. on, get your money on Carlisle. We're 2-1 at home currently.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Carlisle winning 2-0. It was having 96% possession. Not laying a, a glove on him.
0: Christ, don't say that. The away end will be toxic again. Yeah. But yeah, there we go. Happy days. We're
2: yep. The three of us are all off to Carlisle. Tom will be off to Carlisle as
1: well.
0: As long as he's better, the little sweetheart. The little yeah. sweetheart. Yeah, get well soon, Thomas. You know that you've yeah. had. Yeah,
1: pray, pray, pray for Amos.
0: Yeah, actually, pray for Amos on
1: Twitter. Yeah, even if she couldn't cheer him up last night, he's uh, nope. confined to his bed.
0: Confined to his
1: he's bed. Shitting, he didn't through, go. Yeah, shitting through the ivory needle.
0: Yeah had got the restraints out, tied him to the bed. Yeah. Good He's the He's best. But what, one, one
2: last thing before we sign off: we announced the George Andrews quiz on the last pod, and yes. wow, what a response! There, there is currently one solo ticket left. Come on. So it's it it just. Fantastic response from everyone. Thank you very much for supporting such a good cause and supporting us. Um, pressure's on again to make it as good. Um, we are, we are, like I said on the last one, we are going to be looking for some prizes and stuff to, to be able auction slash raffle off. So if anyone knows anybody that's, that's got anything to donate, then please please jump in and let us know. It's all, it's all going through the Dougie Max. So. All everything, every penny we make go goes that way. And yeah, it's it's gonna be great. Ignite with an eye, Bears, are sponsoring us.
0: They are ignite with an eye, get yourselves over there if you need anything. Plumbing, electrical, air conditioning. Go over it. where they're looking for commercial customers as well as personal. They are, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it you means I know right we have a, on, does
1: a lot of yeah, it, it means a lot to us that you that people are coming to support it, you know, because last time we didn't know how it would go. It Christmas, and you've all, like, got behind. I know the Dougie max important to everyone in the state, but, yeah, it's it's nice for us as well, and it, it means a lot to us. And best best give you all a good night.
0: Should be brilliant, and for a great man, as I've said before, and we'll talk about it more closely to it on the night. George Andrews, the voice of my childhood, as Phil Bowers was, is for a lot of people now.
2: Yeah, spot on, and hopefully we're going to do every uh, go do it justice for people. Um, but if not, the ball's going to be open, so just get pissed. Yeah, yeah.
1: If he's crap, have a few beers and get the big out of us.
2: Yeah, we yeah. We've, we we get funnier the more drunk you get, so.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's it yeah the better he's singing gets better the more the, the more pints of bass you have the better be, he be sounds
0: i do i've just got to think of what my karaoke song is for the end of the night
2: yeah so if anyone's got any yeah. ideas any requests or anything we can put it to a public vote oh putting me under pressure now
0: yeah
2: he'll, he'll even learn a new song for you wow so think jerry well.
1: sinclair, think jerry sinclair in phoenix nights <laughs> or I'll just pick one of my old classics.
2: Well, I I I'm putting it out there. I want I want Belinda Carlisle Heaven as a place on earth done properly. Yeah. Not a chance. Yeah, there you go. I'm putting that out there.
1: Wow. All you need, all you pick... need is loft. Loft. Loft is all you need. <laughs> wow.
2: Yeah, so there we go. There we go. So that's that's us done. We'll be back
0: probably the day after the 2nd of Jan, probably. We won't. Why? We're having a quiz meeting on the 3rd of Jan. Yeah, so why won't we be back on the 2nd? You said the day after the 2nd of Jan. Oh,
2: OK. Well, what have, I meant the day after the game. With you. That could yeah. happen. OK, so yeah, we'll be back the 2nd of January, I think. Well, yeah, Um. until then, enjoy yourselves. If you're going up to Carlisle, drive safely.
0: Um. Enjoy your New Year's Eve and have an ale. And if you are oh. drinking on New Year's Eve, don't drive up to Carlisle. Ring Andy's Taxis. There you go. And happy
1: New Year, everyone.
0: Happy, happy New Year. Year. So, yeah, have an ale and up the veil. Happy New Year. So,
2: it's full time from the pod and we've just lost again. And now it's time for a treat. What are you looking for, Bez?
0: Well, I'm looking at who's cost us today. Was it the ref? Was it the players? But whoever it was, cheer yourselves up. Get yourselves to McDonald's. Get yourself a Big Mac tonight and enjoy it through the app. Johnny?
2: Yeah, there we go. So, automate delivery on, on the app. It's at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more details. And don't forget, have an ale and up the veil.
0: This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.